Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. We have an amazing guest today. I am so, so very excited for you all to meet Sherry Anshara. Hey, Sherry, how are you today? I am fabulous. How are you today? I am doing great. For our listeners, this is extremely exciting. I just happened across Sherry. She sent me a Facebook happy birthday because my birthday was very recently. And I wanted, I checked out her profile because I didn't really know her. And I was blown away and she sent me some information. She is, she has her own experiences as we all do. And one thing that I am so inspired about by you, Sherry, is that you've taken action in your life. You haven't just settled and felt sorry for yourself or listened. You haven't listened to what the diagnoses were supposed to be. Um, and in actuality, it was a reality that you should have been a certain way and you can go into that. I love that you have, you have taken action and you have changed so many lives. So please, will you do a, just tell the listeners a little bit about your story, who you are, where you have been and, and where you are now. Well, thank you. But before I do this, cause I, we're uh, discussed about maybe talking about disconnect and you know what? Every day I send a birthday greeting to people on Facebook and LinkedIn, especially now because of the disconnects that's happening where we can't get that feely touchy or whatever. But I've done it for years and I love birthdays. It doesn't matter if it's my birthday or if who's. I love birthdays. So I like to honor people's birthdays. And so I always write, celebrate you in your life, happiest birthday. And when people respond back, I put down, create amazing memories that live in your heart forever, particularly yes. this day. It was very touching. It stood out to me. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad. And that was the idea is to make the disconnect. So just a little bit about me. Um, in 1991, I had a tremendous accident, but there are no accidents. We know that, correct? And I ended up 15 feet underwater, upside down in the Connecticut River in a drunk person's car who wasn't in there. By the way, it wasn't a Kennedy, for those of you who are old enough to know what that means. <laughs> and I had a broken neck and a broken back and a smashed head and a brain out of place, but we didn't know my brain was out of place. And so I did get the word diagnosis, die, and it just didn't resonate with me. It, it didn't feel right. And so this is the idea my life was going to be this way or that way. Or, and I thought, wow, that, isn't, that doesn't make sense. 
So here I am laying in the hospital and I was a mess. Oh my God, I had this huge face and a head split open with stitches and oh my God, what a mess, but it was fabulous. And so I was laying there and I'm listening to all of these doctors telling me, and it was a teaching hospital in Connecticut. And I thought, wait a minute, this, this can't be correct. And didn't know my brain was out of place. And I thought, wow, I, I looked at things differently though I always had. And I thought, you know what? If we cut ourselves, it's gonna heal. Whether we put an antibiotic on it or whether it has a scar, and there, there's a reason why we have scars. So what is that? But the body has to have this intelligence and intellect. So there I laid in the hospital in 1991, Memorial Weekend, is that fabulous Memorial Weekend? <laughs> and I discovered a thing that I called cellular memory. And I also discovered that in that memory was this incredible intelligence and intellect. And I thought, you know what? The minute the sperm hits the egg, the nose cells know to be no cells, the toe cells know to be toe cells. So they right. must know how to make themselves well. <laughs> and that is when I began to write about cellular memory. And of course, everybody said, Sherry, take a pill. They patted me on the head and said, you're nuts. However, uh, quite a few years later, transplants hit and people were receiving organs from donors. And the first one was a heart. And that woman began to have cellular memory. Her, her heart came from a beer guzzling, pizza eating, motorcycle driving 19 year old. And she was a champagne and caviar lady, but she began to crave beer and pizza because it was in his heart oh wow loved it and so that's when some of the doctors and scientists began to ask me now what was that you said again <laughs> about what and so that is the premise of the methodology that I created over 30 years ago not with the idea whoa I'm gonna heal people it wasn't that it was I have to figure out what's going on for me it was never about people and though I lost everything, and I was a pretty successful woman, I even flew my own airplane, and and for all the women out there, and the men too, I was sued for alimony. Yay! I did a good job. So I'm now... Okay, <laughs> you did a good job. Go there. <laughs> so there you have it. And so I lost everything. And I ended up in... Uh, no, it was the best gain ever I gained myself. So I showed up in 97, a few years later from the accident, because I even became homeless. I mean, really, I know how to do it well. And so, but I wasn't on the streets. Some woman heard about me and took me in. And for a year, I lived there and she took care of me. And I'd, and I'd worked since I was 12, because I just couldn't wait to get a job. And, the, and we're still friends to this day, besties. And it changed her life and mine. And so this oh, wonderful- beautiful. But I got here in 97 with my last $50, still working on the broken back and all that stuff. And so you know what? The body is the smartest. And here's the point. I was actually studied at the University of Arizona for a week as a lab rat. That was the coolest thing. And at the end of the week, they said, Sherry, you're a genius. I'm not bragging. And I said, and you guys are dumb because my brain's out of place. Thank you for cooperating, cellular memory. And we all laughed. Oh. <laughs> So, so, so you, let me ask a question about your brain. It was out of place and still no one knew it. Oh, by then we did. By then I knew that it was out of place, but I didn't tell them 
when I had the opportunity to be studied because I was recommended by a doctor from Harvard, who's one of my besties, and said, you know, you've got to study her. It's actually under Dr. Gary Schwartz's group at UVA. And so I didn't tell them that. So when they said, and it, it, it was so exciting every day I got to be a lab rat. They got to test me and my energy. And then you were like on Jeopardy. You had to, I could hear the music in the background because you had to answer the questions. You know? I thought that guy's going to be here. And I could hear that music. I'm not kidding. I'm not laughing inside to myself. And, but I had to answer the questions. You couldn't write them down. You had, because they were checking my brain, though they didn't know. And it's still out of place. So there you have it. Oh, wow. Wow. And one thing, thank you for, for enlightening us and telling us about your story, because I see you right now, we're recording live and obviously, and I, I can see Sherry on this Zoom call and you walk around, you move fine and you fully recovered. Totally. And I actually broke my back twice. It, once thankful because I went to visit a client in the hospital and they had water on the floor in ICU. I didn't know it. No one was cleaning. And I tripped and fell backwards and forward and it, and it recracked those three vertebra. Um, and that was not quite two years ago. But I have managed to, I go, I, I'm not buying this. So obviously that wasn't an accident. Did someone not have my back? Because all illness is emotional. Wow. Every, everything, everything is based on emotion. And because I know that I go, listen, I must've been having emotional issues. I didn't have, someone didn't have my back. Well, I've got my back. So I'm going to make sure my back gets straight. <laughs> right, right. You can count on yourself. And with today's current trials where people are not associating like they used to not doing the regular social things, going out, um, gathering for events, even family events. Some, some people are avoiding that as well. There is definitely a loss. People are feeling a loss. I'd like to talk about that with you. Yes. And actually I had that experience with a client of mine who's a college student in West Virginia. And he was feeling a loss because they're online and there's no connections and there's no faces. And so this is actually what happens. Everything about us is physical, everything. There isn't one thing about us that's not physical. And so it's, so this is what I explained to him. And I'm actually gonna talk about it tonight on one of my Facebook lives. So when someone dies or someone gets divorced or someone moves away, especially for children, when their besties move away, the body, actually the body, I'm not talking about the computer brain, but I'm talking about the body misses that connection. And even though they can talk on the phone or Zoom, there is the physicality. In some ways, I mean this in a kind way, not a woo-woo way, that it's like a living death. Like they're not there. You can't touch them. And so what I do is assist people that they can reach out and touch someone and feel that energy. How do we do this? I do it through deliberate acts of kindness mm. so that they feel. Uh, for instance, on Valentine's Day, I know all the people in my bank, they're lovely. So I went and bought a big box of Valentine chocolates because it's all wrapped up. And I went in and actually said, hey, I'm here for a holdup. I'm holding you up for Valentine's Day. <laughs> 
enjoy your chocolates. And it got everybody's attention, of course, because they know it's me. Because when I come in, they'll go, hi, Sherry, because usually you go through the drive-thru. I did that. So it's making the connection. So I like to do deliberate acts of kindness instead of random, because in that deliberateness, mm-hmm. they feel that energy. Just like writing happy birthday to you, even though I don't know you, now I do. But so they have that acknowledgement. And because we do this on Zoom, which is lovely, the technology, but so many people are missing. So another thing I do to keep that connection going is if I'm out and about and I I will get, they know when I, I call them for my cell phone, I'm out and about, I'm not in the office. So I will call, even if it's just an answering machine. Hi, this is Sherry. I'm just calling so I can hear your voice. So I never forget what your voice sounds like and you can't forget mine and have a great day. Or if they answer and I'll say, oh my gosh, your answering machine is on vacation. I'm so glad that I get to talk with you because, and when I, when I hang up with someone, I always say, love you, bye, because you don't know when I do this with my friends, my clients, I always say, love you, bye. And so they do that. So that is that connection that energetically holds, mm-hmm. even though you're off the phone and they can be across the world. And that is what the body is missing in these disconnected times. So I do everything that I possibly can consider to keep that connection so that person feels valuable. And in disconnect, we you we you lose and we don't get to use that connection of our own value and our own worth. That's true. And and what I'm hearing you say is having interaction with people and you know, let me let me just ask a question. I wrote this down for people that are communicating through a screen whether they see the face or not, what is the best way you, you could tell our listeners to connect? First, I don't hear, but I listen to their voice. I listen, not if not the quality of their voice, but I listen to their voice. And you can actually tell when someone might be there, but they're really not there. Mm-hmm. They, they got disconnected from themselves or they went out of body or they're just so emotionally challenged. And so I teach wordology is your biology. So I listen to their language. And, and when you do that, it's so extraordinary how someone can relax and get connected to themselves to get connected to you. Wonderful. And so this practice, then it's two-sided. Yes, it's two-sided. So if they are not trying to connect, I mean, I guess it's their loss. You are the one that's benefiting. Yeah. They have a choice to, to benefit. Yes. And then if they don't choose, it's okay. I would never, you know, because I know where they are, but it's honoring who they are, where they are, and what the heck is going on. And, and when, and you know, people know the difference when you hear them, 
but when you listen to them, they feel the difference. Mm, that is so true. And in your, your experience, people can feel even without seeing a face. Yes, you can feel it. And I work with a lot of my clients, 25% over the phone. And one of the reasons we do it over the phone, I mean, I can do it over Zoom so they don't get distracted. Right. And I use humor a lot. So I was walk, working with someone in South Africa and the woman said, you know, they're, you know, they're shut in like we are and having this the discombobulation. And she said, you know, I'm starting to argue with my family and we're starting. And, and she said, Sherry, what should I do? Remember humor. I said, you know what? Just move to America and you'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> and so she started laughing and then we went into the session. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because what it does is then we bring our own walls down. We bring what? Our own walls down. Okay. Yes. Because, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it kind of wipes not, the slate clean. Yes. And we've been taught that vulnerability is our weakness. It is not vulnerability is our strength. Fragility is our weakness. But when we're vulnerable and we're conscious, we're really connected and ready to rock and roll. Yes, absolutely. This time with you has been so wonderful. I'm, I must, must have you back for another interview Thank you so much for all of your wisdom and you have been on quite a journey to get to where you are every day, every day. And you're so, so fun and vibrant. I love it. It's so wonderful. Well, I thank you. And so are you takes one to know one. Oh, thank you so much for our listeners. I know that they would love to reach out to you. What is the best way for them to get a hold of you? And also if you have any gift or item that you could recommend to them, they would appreciate that too. Yes, actually I have two gifts and they're complimentary. You oh. can go to my name, SherryAnshara.com and it's S-H-E-R-R-Y, Anshara, A-N-S-H-A-R-A.com. And you can have a 10 minute complimentary session. You'd be surprised. And along with that is my complimentary ebook that says getting your answers in 10 minutes. Wow, 10 minutes. You'll be surprised what can 10 minutes can do. Wow, you're right, 10 minutes. You could do a lot in 10 minutes. Well, very, very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, well, it has been such a treat to have you. Thank you so much, Sherry, for your time and sharing your heart and your knowledge and your light. Thank you so much. I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.